0: uh yeah it's a good thing that this is a podcast um because our video quality is going to be a little low tonight so if it's choppy that's unfortunately the strongest signal we can get out to you so uh just hang in there uh it's gonna be fine it's gonna be a fun show
1: yeah the resolution makes it look like i have a shitty beard so (laughs) watch out for that viewers at home it's
0: the only thing that's pixelated is that beard
2: I don't think it has anything to do with the resolution.
0: The man in the embroidered robe said it has something to do with the resolution. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, Ben, right there. (laughs) Champs wear embroidered robes like a wrestler. (laughs) It's like Ric Flair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Next time we book him, it's going to be just covered in sequins and feathers.
2: Like, Benton, would you stop yelling woo,
1: please? Just for a goddamn second. I imagine more of an Elton John look.
0: (laughs) Yeah, giant sunglasses next time.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm referring to you as Tiny Dancer for the rest of the show.
1: (laughs) Hell (laughs) hell yeah.
2: (laughs) Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... (laughs) Stab! Oh my god, everyone makes some noise out there. Still not sure where are Oh my Yee. god! Benton and Willie raised the roof at the exact same time. <laughs> Just like Martin Luther King's dream realized. Right <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you for coming out to Stab. Uh, we're broadcasting from four different locations. We got uh, Placer Bill represented, we have, uh, we have uh, West Sack represented, and we also have Davis. California
1: home of, <laughs> of Hassan Minaj <laughs> <laughs> you, you can see me in that special
2: <laughs> and uh and uh and uh, Sacramento California right there on Broadway and uh, 1710 Broadway uh we will be giving out our individual addresses this evening uh if anyone wants to send a SWAT team uh because <laughs> that's what they do on Twitch I understand ooh <laughs> uh Swatted, you're getting swatted. <laughs> I wish I would get swatted just for visitors. <laughs> uh let's let's meet your contestants really quick. We got uh just right next to me. We have uh, Benton Harshaw. Hey Benton.
1: Hey John Ross. How are you? I'm, I'm as yeah, quarantine. I'm doing good. I do like your I do like your beard. I do like Thank your you. attempt at a beard. I do like Okay. <laughs> I bring you, okay? I bring you into my home virtually for you to insult me. I like this. <laughs> I'm sure sha- I, I am shaving it. Cause I, I think it's a defeat to the quarantine. Like if I'm not keeping with my regular schedule of shaving it, then I'm admitting right. that life is not normal. So right. I'm going to shave it soon to get back to that. Also, I look, I look pretty creepy in my zoom classes at UCD.
0: Right.
1: Right. So the beard is what you, the
2: beard is basically like, not going to a baseball game after 9/11. It's like the, <laughs> the if you didn't want me to enjoy your regular life.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like we're still a free country.
2: Like. <laughs> it's weird how a beard doesn't represent. <laughs> right. uh, let's move along. Uh, thanks for thanks for uh, um, getting some free time uh, to come. Play with your friends. Uh, <laughs> Willie! Hey. hey, how are you? Are you hey, man. Everything going good? So, yeah. So good?
3: Yeah. Yeah, everything is great. Uh, heads up, I'm riding this beard until the wheels fucking fall off. I'm not,
2: I'm not shaving shit. Well, you work at an airport, so. Yeah, right? you, yeah. You work- you work for the uh, you're an essential worker. What exactly do you do at the airport? Do you fly planes? Um no, not anymore. <laughs> um
3: I um now I do a, a lot of sitting. Yeah. Um you know, today I um searched
2: YouTube. <laughs> so are are a lot of people I you know, I'm I have a ticket to fly out on April 15th, but I'm like is it are there a lot of people traveling or no. not a lot? Of, because no, no, a no. lot of the flights are saying they're sold out, but I, I'm thinking they are social distance sold out. Like, when, <laughs> one <seat laughs> per, is that the truth or is it? Is it just like?
3: You know, they are distancing on the plane. So, I mean, I could see that. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I mean, flights are like, you know, like maybe just two weeks ago we were getting like almost – 200 bags, and now we're, like, loading, like, 20 bags. So wow. It's, it's cool.
2: But cool. easy work, so makes me happy. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Wow. Well, thanks for that, Willie. Uh, you have that. Jesse Jones. Uh-huh. How's it going?
0: Oh, all right. I just realized uh, <laughs> there was just mass confusion. I had to run over to the screen. Uh, like, when you... Had to when you logged off earlier, and I had to switch up the windows. Uh, I forgot that um, that Willie and Benton were uh, in the wrong spots. So, so that was the the toughest Benton's ever looked with Willie's name underneath him. <laughs> 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 so I just had to I had to shuffle everybody up real quick. So there was no confusion. I like
2: Willie, I want Willie's name to be Benton Harshaw. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> just assuming he has a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> Be <laughs> in <me. laughs> I'm,
0: I'm Irish. <laughs> Willie Travis, Willie Travis. Travis. Travis,
1: and Benton Harsh. Mm, that's better. I had a teacher in high school that he he said it like that to me every day. He refused to say my name normally. Benton, yeah, Hosh. like that. Exactly really? like that. God, it's such a <laughs> conceited name. <you> know? Yeah. <laughs> I avoided a more conceited name because my dad could have passed his name down to me and then I would, yeah. have, been, I would have been David Hare Harshaw the fourth Hare Hare, <laughs> H-A-R-E
3: It's in the name David Hare <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: David Hare Harshaw. that's so fun to say Yeah okay. Well, that's good It's cool. Uh, it's Jesse, cool. <laughs> were we talking to you or did we get cut off?
0: Oh, it doesn't uh, we matter We
2: were, were talking to you
0: Yeah, I was just uh, I was just Running people through, how uh, oh, right. that is that that is not Benton Harshaw, that black man is not Benton Harshaw.
2: <laughs> Very good. Jesse and I could switch names and nothing would change. Yeah. <laughs> just no. It's... Just two boring white men yeah. in their forties. All Thanks. right, uh, for you guys, <laughs> let's play stab. Because I have to take a pizza out of the oven.
3: <laughs> That's our life now. There it is. <laughs>
2: Red Bears. <laughs> Ooh. All right, is this the first you know uh, segment is called Reorganization. Please take the following acronym, reimagine it. What mm. does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, this happened to me last night with wine. Uh, tonight's acronym, drunk. Uh, Benton, what does drunk mean to you?
1: All righty. All right. All right. Into, into character. Here we go. Hey. Uh, My name is Detective Chip Ahoy, and I'm here to give my report on the failure of an NYPD department that recently disbanded. I know an investigation into negligence is being conducted, and I'm not going fully on record. I am going fully on record to tell you my first-hand account. Our county was having lots of trouble with DUI drivers, so a group of officers decided to try and get into the mind of a drunk by becoming drunks themselves. They called themselves drunk, which stood for detectives researching using numerous cocktails. I first knew they were in trouble when they spelled cocktails wrong. They demanded on being drunk for most of the day as to recreate an alcoholic's experience. We had problems immediately. They were late to work, smell bad. One day I found one of the officers processing his own kid. Uh, I asked him why his kid was here, and he said he didn't do dishes good. I had to drop the kid back off at school myself that day. Uh, I actually brought a record of one of the incidents I had uh, with them. Uh, so the video starts with them confronting me, so I'm going to pl- hit play here. W- where are our guns? Where am I gun? Uh, we took them away from you for the time being. Who are you? Are you a cop? Uh, yes, I am a cop. You are also a cop. Shut up, fascists. The woman the gun. Uh, they were the worst when we had to do uh, direct lineups. So they would direct police lineups. Uh, I have a video of that, too. Here it is. All right, everyone. Line up on the back wall. Face forward. Step up to the line, everybody. Now put your left foot in. <laughs> now put your left foot out. Now shake it all about. Do the hokey and turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. And you're all guilty. Case closed. Uh, the chief actually blew his gasket when they were using the morgue to store white claws. Uh, we did catch more people with DUIs, so it was a success. Uh, but they were mostly the cops on that unit. So, hard to say. And report. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's Harshaw? Harsha. Very good. Detectives... Ooh. I, f- I forget what you said. Detectives under I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get... uh, Willie Travis, uh, what does drunk mean to you? Yeah. Um,
3: so drunk means uh, dubiously ran under a nation of crunk.
0: Right?
3: <laughs> um. <clears throat> you know i mean they're like bumper stickers right but like 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 for asses and and like you or you know whatever like a laptop or you know what i mean whatever you think of when you think of crunk um you know you think of a nation of of really hesitant crunk fans so you know that's um I mean, that's exactly what that means, <laughs> and nothing else.
2: All right. <laughs> Willie Travis, one more time. I'm going to to tell my kids to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize.
1: Shut up, kids.
2: <laughs> Jesse Jones, <Yeah. laughs>
0: what does drunk mean to you? It's the 1950s. <laughs> All of our resources are infinite, with no danger of ever possibly running out. And not a single one of us will ever conceivably feel repercussions for anything that we ever do. Plastics are here today. Hip, hip, hooray! Forget the days of heirloom hand-me-downs cluttering up your cabinets, cupboards, and pantries for generations. Now is the time of quick and easy, single-use and disposable finite ownership and planned obsolescence. That's right. The world is ours and will continue to bend to our will for the remainder of time. So use it, chuck it and buy it again. Straight razors can kick bricks and toddle down the avenue now thanks to our brand new drunk razors from Wasteco. What's a drunk <laughs> razor you ask? Why friend, it's right there in the name. Disposable razors. Use, never keep. <laughs> Get that chin back to a sleek showroom shine. Then pitch that plastic punum pruner straight out of the window for all it matters. Because remember, chum, once plastic is out of your direct line of sight, it ceases to exist completely. (laughs) Science fact. (laughs) But if you're one of those worry warts bent on the recyclability of what should right and truly be thrown away, why, all you have to do is pitch your plastic items on your neighborhood recycling bonfire. It, It releases all those plastic particles harmlessly into the air to become your next disposable purchase. So remember, none of your actions have repercussions. And fish have told all of our most trusted (laughs) science men in English just how much they love the sweet, sweet taste of floating plastics. (laughs) So do your part in buying as much as you can and then throwing it right the fuck away. Starting with Wasteco's new drunks. That's right. Disposable razors. Use. Never keep. (laughs) There it is.
2: Very good. That was (laughs) reorganization. All right. How did sound you guys? Everything sounding okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Who could know?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on (laughs) Zoom. I'm I'm not on this. I don't see the stream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna check in with the streamers really quick. The
0: loudest thing in this show is your children in the kitchen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Murder them. Okay. Here we go. Uh, This next segment is called uh, the top three Google searches of. uh, Please have composed the top three Google searches from the perspective of uh, that guy who dances in the background of every live remote news feed. We have a little uh, confusion about that. So the guy that's always (laughs) in the background of a news feed, if he tweeted or did a Google search, what would he have uh, searched on Google? We'll do one at a time. We'll
1: start with you, Benton Harshaw. What's your first of three uh could today's show window be broken by brick <laughs> very good what's your first Willie? um <clears throat> can you
3: od on gas station viagra <laughs> that's a good
2: question no jesse jones
0: I made fast-action news field reporter Tess Fairbanks roll her eyes in disgust in the middle of her reporting from this house fire. Does my biological father love me yet?
2: (laughs) Very good.
1: Uh, Benton Harsha, you're second of three. Where to download TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Willie? Uh... Where to buy
3: those douchey soccer shirts and true religion jeans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse. Did you see how upset eight on the scene correspondent Micahandro Pena looked when I did that cartwheel <laughs> 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 when I did that cartwheel in front of that hospital? Father, acknowledge your baby boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good. And, Benton, you're third of three. Uh, if I get on the news a lot, will my wife love me again? <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh,
3: Willie? Uh, this is several weeks after that first uh, search. Uh,
2: feel good, burn good? <laughs> very good. And Jesse Jones, bring
0: us home. Hostage situation, schmostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> that sweet running man I popped and locked behind Channel 12's six time local Emmy winning reporter Victoria Stallworth must have reminded my dad that he forgot something. Someone. When he left me in Food Max with that note pinned to my shirt when I was nine. Breaking news, Victoria. I'm still that scared little nine year old boy. <laughs> Watch me dance, Dad. <laughs>
2: All right, that was a job. All right. That brings us to our third segment of the evening. God, this is fucking awkward. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, This Was Today Once. Uh, Benton, on this date, 1955, the American Civil Liberties Union announces it will defend Allen Ginsberg's book, Howl, against obscenity charges. Uh, also on this very date, 1996, suspected Unabomber Theodore Kaczynski is captured at his in his Montana cabin. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem?
1: Cool. So a lot of people don't know this, but Ginsburg and Kaczynski's were actually very close friends. Uh, I mean, come on, a gay poet and woodsy terrorist. No shit they were going to become friends with each other. Uh, they had a correspondence with each other in the few years that they had overlapped in, in life. So this is when Ted was 13 and Ginsburg was in his 50s. So I actually found some of their letters. This one is from uh, Ted Kaczynski. Hey, Alan, could you buy me some beer and maybe some C4 too? Sincerely, Teddy. And this one's back from Ginsburg. Hey, Ted. I can get the beer, but not sure about the C4 on a poet's salary. Can you believe this Harvey Melt guy? What a hack, am I right? Sincerely, Allen Ginsberg. This is another one from Ted. Uh, hey Allen, please get me C4. I need it for school. What a bummer, right? I know. Hurry up. Sincerely, Teddy. This is back Ginsberg going back. Uh, hey Ted, no you silly Billy. I can't get you C4. Hey, weird question, but what slurs do you think you could use in poems too many times? Sincerely, Ginsberg. And this is the last one from Ted. Dear Alan, fuck you, man. I thought we were friends. I'm just going to ask Harvey Milk for some C4. Yeah, that's right. He's my friend. We talk shit about you. P.S. You might not want to open my next letter. Sincerely, your former friend. That's (laughs) That's the end.
2: Very good, Benton Arshaw. Very good. Take a, bow. Take a bow.
1: Kaczynski's manifesto, this is just personal Benton. <laughs> it's a good read. It's a good read. I don't agree with how he advertised it, but not a bad manifesto. <laughs> Out of all
2: the manifestos, it's a
1: good one. It's got some good points.
2: Yeah.
0: One of the toughest parts of self-publishing is the promotion, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah there you go. really
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> august date 1973 <laughs> martin cooper of motorola makes his first handheld mobile phone call to joel s Engel of bell labs it was 1973 uh also on this date the year 2000 united states versus microsoft corp microsoft is ruled to have violated us uh united states antitrust law by keeping an oppressive thumb on its competitors How did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, um, first off, I've I've actually
3: studied the entire phone call in question. Um, It can be found on uh, pbs.org and is graciously sponsored by viewers like you. Um, (laughs) Like me? (laughs) Exactly like you. Um, Yeah, man, it all starts, uh, you know, uh, let's get it on starts playing and you know he opens up his little you know mobile phone cuz it's mobile and uh, you know um angel picks up right and he's all like coop coop you call it what's up and like you know coops all like e we did it boy you know what i mean we about to put mobile phone technology on the map son you know what i mean like them boys up in the lab is putting in work you know what I mean? can, like, can you imagine how many dicks picks will be transmitted by 2020? And I say 2020 here now in 1973 because not only does 2020 just sound way far out from our perspective here in 1973, but phonetically it's just more appealing to say 2020. 2020. <laughs> with that said, with we at you have been disconnected And um, as far as uh, BG goes, look, man, I mean, he's probably had a hand in every young person's rubbing one out. I love you, Bill.
2: (laughs) Very good, Willie. Very good. Was that the end? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good, Willie. Uh, Jesse Jones, we're moving on to you. Uh, On this date, 1975, Bobby Fischer refuses to play at a chess match against Antoli Karapov, giving Karapov the title of world champion by default. Uh, Also on this date, 2010, Apple Incorporated released the first generation iPad, a tablet computer. Uh, How did you celebrate these things all mixed up?
0: So I figured out uh, like three quarters of the way through writing all of my stuff that almost all of them involve yelling. So, (laughs) it's a different voice, but it's a yelled voice. (laughs) Much like Anatoly Karpov and Steve Jobs, I too, High Emperor Groucho the Second, Lord of all Stabdonia, Czar of the Troposphere, and rough and tumble Splashmaster of the Yuck Boy Nation, remain the undisputed, unquestioned, default, and unopposed ruler supreme of my own particular niche domain. That being the regional comedy and humor scene, specifically as far east and west as, say, Folsom to Dixon, and as far north and south as, arguably, Olivehurst to A vast, fruitful, sprawling empire, which I dominate with a wacky yet acerbic fist. And so I've returned in my semi-annual-esque appearance on this plane of comedia. Metaphorical tablets clutched under my very real, very muscular arms. Decrees waiting to be decreed upon you, the easily decreed upon. Hunker down and brace for impact, decretins. Decree the first! (laughs) The game of chess will be now known as Nerd Squares. (laughs) (laughs) And no movement of any piece on the board will be deemed official or complete unless the player punctuates it with a sad, defeated whimper. Signifying their understanding that each move does nothing more than bring each, place or, each player closer to death's ultimate checkmate. Decree the second! iPads, fire tablets, smartphones of any and all ilk, and other personal computing touchscreen technology abominations will be now known as life sucking parallelograms and are only allowed to show streaming stab comedy theater programming. Decrees, the third <laughs> During this time of uncertainty, ice cream Thursdays have been extended to encompass the entire calendrical week. As most of us are utterly unable to tell without prompting what day it is in the moment, all bets are off! Ice cream for everyone! <laughs> Decrees, decreed! High Emperor Groucho has done his ordained duty. Now if you'll excuse me, I must retreat to my ice cream jacuzzi where my adoring (laughs) public anxiously (laughs) awaits to congratulate me on another appearance well executed. Hi, Emperor Groucho, away! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that
2: was, this was (laughs) Today Once. Very good gentlemen. Gentle people. We appreciate that. Uh, That brings us to our fourth of five segments this evening. Uh, This segment is called Location, Location, Location. Haven't done it in a while. Uh, Congrats, everyone. You're all the owners of the following businesses in the following shitty locations. Uh, Benton, you sell kittens in a town fully populated by dog lovers.
1: Let's hear it. Fuck yeah. All (laughs) I realize I can do this to get into character, so I'm going (laughs) to... you. Yeah, you. With the loneliness in your eyes, and the lack of a non-human companion, step into my alley, why don't you? <laughs> my name's Paws Anderson. Nice to meet you. I deal in a frowned-upon trade around here. You might have heard of me. I've been chased out of town and into a tree many a time. I sell cats. Only the finest selection of feline friends. Why should... (laughs) I had to scroll down. (laughs) Why should you want a cat? Well, I'm glad you asked, sir. Cats and dogs aren't that different. If you think about it, a cat is really just a depressed, more agile dog. (laughs) Lassie. Saved a kid from a well. A cat would have just stayed home. A cat trusts you. A cat isn't nosy like a dog. They respect your boundaries. A dog is the coworker who thinks they need to talk to you every time they pass your office. A cat is your boss. He only talks to you when he needs to. <laughs> a dog will just eat your puke. Just just eat it right there. Imagine if you were at a party and threw up. A guy just runs over and starts eating it and he's happy about it. His tongue is out and he's just loving it. Would you call him your best friend? No, you'd euthanize him. <laughs> a cat would just knock over your beer he's not being an asshole he knows your limits he's trying to help (laughs) i know my cat's good sir i once sold a tiger to joe exotic he offered me some meth and a good time but i kept things strictly professional i got siamese persians bengals you name it i even have cats a lot of cat names are also after types of humans which is kind of weird i don't believe i if you don't believe I got the product, well, check this out. Look at all these cats. He opens his, there's a whole bunch of cats just hanging. <laughs> just hanging like that. He's like, oh, you want to buy? Oh, you want to buy all of them? Wait a second. You're just a bunch of dogs and another trench coat. Oh, shit. And then he runs away. at the end of the bit.
2: Very good. <laughs> there. Very good. Great job. Great job. Great acting.
1: Call me Benton Quinones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sound like mo from mo's Old Town town <laughs> very good uh Willie your turn uh, you run a china shop on the most active part of the San andreas fault line bring <clears throat> it
3: Yo, Fred Durst here, letting you know that I'm back at it, boy. You know, doing things, you know, compared to just sitting in a white room for 12 hours straight staring into an invisible boy. Yeah. I bought a china shop in San Andreas Fault, boy, because we're going to break stuff. (laughs) Various rare handcrafted pieces here selected by the queen of five China, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so if you're up for it and understand what I'm doing here, because I don't, come down to my new generation located in the nookie between Quaker's Donuts and. and,
2: and, and <laughs> <laughs> very good <laughs> Willie Travis you're mm. a, the, the first Fred Durst impression <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. fuck yeah Quakers donuts
2: <laughs> Jesse Jones
0: yeah
2: you sell hot soups to people who live in an area that is moderate in temperature I
0: don't <laughs> soup get your soup here Soup! Selling at a completely unhindered rate. Nice hot soup, not encumbered in the slightest by outside temperature factors. Why, my granddaddy told me when I asked for money to help me open this here soup kiosk, he said, It's not even cold out. How do you expect to sell soup in uncold times? And I stared blankly at him, while slurping oodles and noodles straight from the pot. right in his stupid, stupid face of this drunken fool who raised my dad. That's like asking, how do you expect to sell anybody any cake when it's nobody's birthday? For one, it's always somebody's birthday, stupid. <coughs> and for also, cake is sold all the time. Every day. Everywhere people have the free will to decide that today is a good day for fluffy icing, smeared goodness. And so is soup. Soup is beholden to no climate. Soup will not be reined in by your foolish notions of when you might like soup. Why, just go into any grocery store, anywhere, any when in the world. And there are entire aisles dedicated to any soup you could imagine. Most of them whom require heating. And not once have I attempted to buy a can of soup only for the employee at the register to look at me, my item in hand, pulling a thermometer from under the counter to deny me the sale of soup based on the ambient temperature of the region in which I was attempting to purchase soup. (laughs) The soup business continues to be so good, in fact, that I'm somehow able to comfortably maintain this soup kiosk, a venue which traditionally does not house soup inside this mall, a mall which itself is a dying enterprise, as one of the last remaining thriving businesses operating in this mall in the year 2020. In fact, outside Bar- barometric index, be damned, soup thrives. So come, enjoy a ladle, cup, or heaping bowl of my steamin' hot frothy brothy from soupy jim's old timey soup kiosk hold out your hand now look down there's soup in it <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a dollar
2: <laughs> very good jesse jones very good, good and harshaw you too willie <laughs> great job that brings us to our fifth and final segment of the evening Oh yeah, uh, which is sponsored by Venmo at Stab Theater. <laughs> <laughs> you want to send us money? You can feel free. That's our logo, our logo, logon, Or slogan,
1: our slogan, <laughs> slogan. Our slogan Copyright that. Right. That'll that'll pay for the theater right there.
2: <laughs> Woo brings us to our uh, fifth and final segment. It's called uh, Write an Erotic Poem About It. Gentlemen, please have written an erotic poem in regard to the following things. Uh, Benton Harshaw, let's hear your erotic poem about a bowl of chili.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, you changed my life. You were made by my wife. <laughs> the beans you held were round. Thank you for bringing me to pound town. <laughs> I never thought love would find me in a ceramic bowl. Your touch has taken its toll. I run to the bathroom, exercising my right, for my bowels to begin their fight. Oh my, you've made my heart take flight. I want to be there for you, but you are inside my poo. You were my greatest friend. Why must our time come to an end? <laughs> oh fuck, that's the ticket. Your exit is going to give me rickets. My life was waiting for you. I don't want to lose you to the loo. Your curvy beans exit my bum. I feel real bad in my tum tum. <laughs> That's it, and I also <laughs> just cleaned my laptop screen.
2: Crimes <laughs> too, very good mention. Thank oh, it you. does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for that. I hope everyone enjoyed that at home. That's right. <laughs> I heard. I heard some. I heard my family cowering in the other
0: room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all of your college professors were proud.
1: They're not. They're. They are not they they do not Stop it.
2: <laughs> all right, Willie. Uh, let's hear your erotic poem in regards to society in general. Society in general. All right, so I don't know much for poems,
3: all right, but I'll say this. All right, do good. All right, because I have a lot of terrible, horny thoughts. Um, I, I literally evil laughed at the thought of honking my horn while some grandma was pushing was was rushing to pick up her grandson who had just fell while driving down the highway um i would never do this obviously but it was super funny and i got slightly hard i pushed cotton all right i don't know uh why that happened you know um i recently had to do the hardest most adult thing that i've ever done in my entire life um i ended a relationship like, in person, like, who the fuck does that? It's weird. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, to tell you that it was tough, um, you know, because she had all of the streaming services and, (laughs) you know, we're being quarantined. But, I mean, look, man, all right, tell people the truth when they need to hear it and, um, you know, console people who need to hear it because we all need both and you know we all need both of those things (sighs) that was beautiful
2: very good very good who am i to tell you what a poem is (laughs) never heard of
1: them (laughs) very good uh, Willie travis a poem can be anything. I don't care. Yeah, it's just, obviously, it's pretty. That's <laughs> just the libs telling us what to do. I wouldn't listen to <laughs> poem structure. PC. Poem.
2: All right, Jesse. Yep. Uh, let's hear your erotic poem in regards to retirement.
0: Mm-hmm. I long for you. I ache for you. I can feel you inching closer and closer each and every day. But then I remember, I'm not my grandfather. I'm nothing like any member of any generation before me. I'll never know you. Never feel your warmth. Never know the sweet exhale of falling into your embrace. (laughs) (laughs) I will instead chase you every day of my life, convincing myself that you can still someday be mine, knowing deep in my heart that I can never have you. This is not an erotic poem. (laughs) This is no poem at all. This is me just now, just finally admitting to myself, I'm going to work until I die. (laughs) Falling face first into my keyboard, one last clickety-clack thrust into the heart of my endless chase after dreams which can never be mine. Like you, retirement. I might as well wish one day to be a 60 foot tall robot or to fuck a cloud, both of which are infinitely more reasonable goals than ever someday feeling your sweet, relaxing release. I'm sorry, everybody here. (laughs) I almost forgot this was a comedy show.
2: All right, I think that's the end of Stab, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Well,
1: okay. I'm going to go kill myself.
2: Over time, bravo, all the comedians, night, that's our show. Uh, uh, Travis, Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more uh, Stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, <laughs> Primary, which being uh, Spotify. or come right back here to Twitch, uh, our Facebook Live or YouTube. Uh, thank you, guys, yeah. uh, and have a good night. Hey. Okay.